0: to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Craig Dixon on The Main Money Show.
1: Good morning, Maine. Welcome to The Main Money Show. My name is Craig Dixon from Investment Executives. If at any point during our show uh, you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call at 855 Make Sense. That's sense with an S. Or you can visit us at one of two sites. You can visit us at theinvestmentexecutives.com or themainmoneyshow.com. And while you're at one of the two websites, you can uh, check out our past shows or you can subscribe to our show on iTunes or Google Play. And that's right on the TheMainMoneyShow.com. And that'll ensure you're always kept up to date with our latest episode episodes or past episodes or any particular information you're looking for or any topic you want. But for today's show, uh, what we're doing is we're going to talk about the 10 tips to control expenses in retirement. And... Uh, Based on an August 2000, 2018 article from U.S. News and World Report, retirement is different for everyone, and you and I know that, Tony. We've we've always talked about that. But oh, uh, yeah. you know, some individuals retire just as they expected. Others have retirement come earlier than they expected through like um, you know layoffs or, or corporate restructuring. Uh, no matter how your retirement begins, though, controlling your expenses during retirement it's important for any retiree that's out there. And I just wanted to uh, welcome along Tony Shore. Uh, who's with me today. How you doing, Tony?
0: I'm doing great today, Craig. Thanks for having me. I've had a good week so far. And of course, this is always the highlight, hanging out on the radio with you. Uh, Craig, know. you know you're my favorite. You know that. I know. I know. Sorry. <laughs> you always manage to teach me something just when I think there's nothing new under the sun. Uh, you're rolling out some uh, tips or strategies that uh, take me by surprise. So, uh, I'm li- really looking forward to this show today, 10 tips to control my expenses. Uh, my wife really wants me to listen to this one too, I think. And in fact, I'm going to have her listen with me. That's good. Yeah. Get as
1: many people as you can to listen.
0: <laughs> right. That's the goal. <laughs> well, how about you? How have you
1: been? Been doing really well. Um, as you know, the seasons crank along here in Maine and things are changing. I can see leaves changing and nighttime weather is cooler, better sleeping weather, but things are going nicely. And. You know, as you know, we have our two locations. We have 240 Russell Street in Lewiston, and we got uh, 407 Alfred Street in Biddeford, and we're looking to eventually, like I've told you, add another uh, office in the Rumford area. We're busy looking around, but um, haven't found anything yet, but we're still working on it.
0: Oh, wow. Well, that's interesting. You guys are really uh, busy and expanding. That sounds good. And you know what, Craig? This topic today, 10 Tips to Control Our Expenses in Retirement, Uh, who doesn't want to find ways to make every single dollar go as far as it can, right? As as long as it can, as far as it can. But it's not always that easy. They say you can tighten the belt, but it can give you a stomachache, right? Have you ever heard that?
1: (laughs) Yeah, especially after Thanksgiving dinner, so.
0: (laughs) Right, Uh, right. Very
1: true, very true, Tony. But, um, you know, we often think of cutting expenses as something painful or uncomfortable, hence the stomachache. But, you know, today we're we're going to look at some tips that can make that process less of a, a negative proposal. And the first tip we're going to talk about is cut where it doesn't hurt, meaning prioritize your costs. And, you know, basically you're, you're looking to see what are your most important expenditures. Are you paying for any services you don't use or don't need? You know, could you eliminate expenses by cutting back on cable or cell phone services that are not often used? And we see a lot of stuff coming down the pipe these days with, uh, you know, reducing your cell phone bill through going through a different provider that has a deal or even through like a, a big box store like Walmart or something like that. They have great deals there. And also on cable, everybody's cutting cable now and using apps and whatnot and using their, uh, their internet. So those are a couple ways to look at doing things differently. It might be uncomfortable, but it could be actually the same service for less. And, you know, maybe you're no longer, <clears throat> maybe you no longer, um, you know, need to shop at the big box store, but it could be beneficial to go there and check out what they have for for offers. And you probably don't need a four gallon pack of orange juice, no matter how great a bargain it may seem. And sometimes the best bargain is the purchase you don't make. So,
0: Oh, I like you know, that we, line.
1: Yeah. We have those impulse buys. And I mean, yeah. obviously the checkout lines are loaded with impulse buys or when you're getting ready to check out. So sometimes staying away from those things is helpful. Or even people that are you know going on to amazon and just ordering what they need rather than being surrounded by all those advertisements that are trying to hit you for that impulse buy so that's sure. something to seriously consider
0: yeah i like what you said there sometimes the best bargain is the purchase you don't make uh, i think that should be on a throw pillow <laughs> this is yeah, well, let's have the, on a pillow
1: yeah let's uh let's have those made up
0: <laughs> but uh
1: well anyway tony uh Tip number two deals with things like throw pillows. It's awesome how this segues in. Yeah. You're really really good at that. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, things you you have around the house that you might not be using, so sell it. I mean, there's tons of opportunity to be able to sell that stuff and and sell what you aren't using. You know, do you have a basement full of, um, you know, let's say old books or old toys, uh, sports equipment, anything like that. Instead of letting it all sit there and do nothing and, you know, pile up with dust, you could sell them on eBay or Craigslist or even people have Amazon accounts where they're selling, you know, new and used stuff. So or you could take them to a church rummage sale, you could have a garage sale and a number of things to generate a little bit of extra income and and stuff that away for a rainy day. But if you if you donate items to charity, obviously you won't get cash, but you can probably take a tax deduction, so that's another benefit you can look at. I know at every time we go to Goodwill or something like that and we donate, they give us a receipt showing what we've donated and that's a write-off for us. So don't just don't just focus on the small stuff. Look at the big picture and you might still have a, a boat you bought when the kids were young or on vacation or, or, or vacation condo or some things that you never use anymore that you could just get rid of and be better off without them and without the expense. You know, I, I, Do you still need all your vehicles? Do you have more than, more than one vehicle? Do you only need one? Do you need three? Um, if you and your spouse are both retired, do you both truly need a car? Um, when you look around your home, Think of everything you don't use as a potential dollar sign for you in your retirement, and the secondhand market is growing, according to uh, ThreadUp.com, one of the leading real uh, resale companies out there. So uh, in their 2018 resale report, the resale market is growing 24 times faster than the traditional retail market. So the resale industry is expected to double to $41 billion by 2022. So people are out there looking to buy those resale items and they could be a good opportunity for you in retirement.
0: Wow. I mean, that sounds like a huge opportunity. I know we often think about collectibles, antiques and vehicles having value, but clothes and and just home goods rarely come to mind so this is a game changer uh, you know what craig maybe even my closet of hawaiian shirts might be uh or something they might not just be high fashion they might be valuable right
1: oh no they're worth <laughs> nothing tony Sorry. Oh, okay
0: okay <laughs> got it
1: well they might be valuable if you sell them in hawaii only
0: yeah yeah
1: no but um anyway tony uh You know, Forbes, Forbes Forbes.com in their blog posted uh, secondhand clothes are a thread and an opportunity. And there's also a cultural shift happening towards secondhand. It used to have a stigma of being only for poor people. What we used to consider old is now vintage and accompanied by the trendy value of authentic for some people and secondhand's star is rising and the stigma is gone for a lot of people so it's just not out there anymore people are comfortable wearing secondhand no matter what socioeconomic status they might be in and and the well-known fashion designer stella mccartney said she believes the future of fashion is circular it will be restorative and regenerative by design and the clothes we love never end up as as waste or in the trash or a big heaping pile of nothingness that goes into oblivion so you know, of active secondhand shoppers, people who've spent over ten thousand on secondhand clothes in a two-year period, thirteen percent are millionaires. Wow. So that ought to that ought to tell you something right there. Yeah. Just People people that have the most money are even working to spend less money through secondhand stuff. So, also, secondhand clothes are more um, obviously environmentally friendly. Like we were talking about, you just don't end up with big piles of trash, and the and you know they're the very definition of recycled. Now. Only time will tell on your Hawaiian shirts, Tony, but they might be worth something someday, who can tell?
0: Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, One man's trash is another man's treasure, right?
1: (laughs) Except for Hawaiian t-shirts.
0: Yeah, there you go. Uh, So what's (laughs) another tip for controlling our expenses then in retirement?
1: So the next tip is not only valuable for retirees, it's important for anybody out there, and control your credit. And as you approach retirement, you should be paying down debt. And many financial services pros would would tell you to avoid taking out new loans. Um, you know, credit card debt tends to have a high interest rate, as many of you know. So if you're running a balance, it might be beneficial for you to pay it off as soon as you can. Uh, double down if you have multiple cards. Obviously, you want to try to do the snowballing effect, where when you pay one off, you take the payment from that one and tack it onto the other one. You'll pay down a lot more quickly. But um, you know, don't. Don't necessarily worry if you're carrying a mortgage into retirement. You have plenty of uh, company. There are a lot of people out there that are carrying mortgages into retirement and through retirement. But there can be a feeling of security knowing that you're living in a home that's free and clear of the bank. And obviously, you want to do that if you can. Um, but don't don't fret if you uh, have your mortgage. You'll get there.
0: Yeah. Well, and mortgage, you know, you don't want to carry that debt. You have to watch that. Uh, depending on what mortgage you have going into retirement. Um, how common is it for retirees to carry their mortgage into retirement?
1: Well, traditionally homeowners uh, looked forward to paying off their mortgage before retirement and living out their golden years without the uh, heavy burden of a monthly house payment. But that scenario is becoming less common, according to a recent survey. And the survey Retirement and Mortgages by National Mortgage Banker American Financing found that 44% of Americans between the ages of 60 and 70 have a mortgage when they retire and as many as 17% of those surveyed <clears throat> say they may never pay it off which is okay so, so you don't have to worry you're you know a lot of people across America are in the same scenario as you and the survey also found that 32% predict they will be paying their mortgage for at least 8 more years and I've seen it Tony I've seen a number of my clients still carrying mortgage into retirement but the way to combat that is to have income that they they won't outlive. And we have those things through, you know, social security and lifetime income payment accounts that we set up for people and create that foundation of income that they don't have to worry about having to pay that bill. Right,
0: well, and I think that's really important. So uh, our time is just about up for this first portion of the show. Craig, is there anything else you'd like to share with us before we take a quick break here?
1: Yeah, I know that uh, for many of us, most all of us preparing for retirement can be and is overwhelming and even nerve wracking, but you don't have to go it alone. Uh, visit my website, theinvestmentexecutives.com, or call my office, 855-625-3736, and we will set you up with a complimentary, no-cost consultation. Um, Just give us a call, set that up, and we'll get you on the path to retirement and get you to and through retirement.
0: Well, Craig, that's great. Now, if our listeners want to set up that complimentary consultation, have questions for you, how do they get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, just call uh, 855-MAKES SENSE. SENSE with an S or 855-625-3736.
0: And that website again?
1: Theinvestmentexecutives.com.
0: And if they go to theinvestmentexecutives.com, uh, they can click on the radio link to the radio page. And on that page, they can either listen to this show, past shows, or click on the iTunes or Google Play button there to subscribe to the show as a podcast. That's That way they're going to get it each and every week automatically downloaded to them every time there's a new show so uh, i think that's a great feature and benefit because there's always great advice in each week's show but listeners stay tuned we're going to be right back to continue this discussion with our host craig dixon here on the main money show
2: tax planning can be very difficult and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years the good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable all you need is the right professional for the job. At the Investment Executives, we have a team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. To help you better understand taxes, we have *The Future of U.S. Taxation*, a guide written by tax professional and author Nick Stovall that you can download now. All you have to do is visit theinvestmentexecutives.com or call us at eight five five MAKE SENSE to request your copy. This informative guide is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit, which can help you arm yourself with the information you need to help secure your retirement. Visit us at theinvestmentexecutives.com to learn more. That number again is 855 Make SENSE or theinvestmentexecutives.com. And now back to The Main Money Show with Craig Dixon.
1: Hello and welcome back to The Main Money Show. My name is Craig Dixon from Investment Executives. If at any point during the show you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call at 855 make Sense, at Sense with an S, or you can visit us at theinvestmentexecutives.com. And today, uh, Tony and I are talking about 10 tips to control expenses in retirement, outlined in an August 2018 article from US News and World Report. So far, we've covered three tips. And if you weren't listening to us on the first segment, those three tips were cut where it doesn't hurt, sell what you aren't using, and control your credit.
0: Right. Three great pieces of advice. Uh, What's the next tip you have for us then, Craig?
1: Well, Tony, the next tip deals with something many retirees plan to do during retirement, and that's travel. Simply put, use your head when you travel. A little research can go a long way in saving money on travel costs. You know, scour the internet for hotel bargains or Book on HomeAway or Airbnb. A lot of people are using that these days. Fly midweek or travel during the colder seasons when rates are lower. Um, you know, a lot of airlines will alert you to special fares and packages. So sign up for their uh, their email blasts and use your schedule flexibility as an advantage. You know, you're not on the straight Monday to Friday and then weekend uh, scenario that you had when you were working. So now is actually a good time to travel abroad because the dollar is strong, obviously, but. You save more money staying closer to home. Perhaps you can go visit the kids and grandkids and stay with them for free. That's a good option. I know some of you probably say no way, but <laughs> right. you can you can try it out. Maybe even get one night. You don't have to stay there the whole time. But whatever you choose, uh, keep your budget in mind. You'll also want to plan for costs while you're on vacation or on the road. And, you know, keep an eye on websites. Maybe some of you haven't heard of these like GasBuddy.com. Um, cheaper gas might just be another mile away. So, you know, you know kind of have those marked out on your trip
0: huh yeah i didn't even know about that gas buddy.com i think it's gas-buddy.com um good ideas i know travel is a big part of retirement for a lot of people it's a great way for us to stay entertained as well
1: yeah entertainment obviously that's a big part of retirement as well um that's why tip number five is find free entertainment there's plenty of it around your community likely offers free summer concerts and Uh, Fall festivals, you know, check out the public library for free seminars. There's book clubs. There's uh, There's movies lectures, you know your church or your veterans association or social club often provides uh, Activities at little or no cost and many communities offer adult education classes. That's something a lot of people get into in retirement and ranging from uh, learning a foreign language to learning how to uh, cut up the rug through ballroom dancing, but don't hesitate to get a senior pass for the movie theater or state park. There's a lot of senior passes that allow you discounts or reduce prices or even free. Right.
0: Uh, there are a lot of great opportunities for, uh, you know, cheap or inexpensive things to do. So many yeah. options out there. What's another tip?
1: Well, this one can be hard, but it's um, definitely something to consider. And that's put the kibosh on your kids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you just said that. Put no, the kibosh I know, I know. on your kids.
1: Yeah, but you're, you know, you're used to paying the bills for your young ones, but you don't have to, obviously, when they're adults, or you shouldn't. Um, they need to be responsible for themselves, obviously. But while you're, you're free to help them out if you can afford it, and I know a lot of people out there do like that, there's no law out there that says you have to, you know, subsidize their rent or come up with a down payment for a car or house. You know, you worked hard throughout your years. I'm willing to bet your parents didn't fund your life uh, through your entire life. So you can put the kibosh on your kids. You know, you spent thousands of dollars raising them. Now it's time to let them fly on their own. Give them their wings to spread and make them go through a little bit of life's pain and they'll be better in the end for it. But perhaps including uh, the airfare for their honeymoon might be something you do and then just call it quits.
0: (laughs) Then call it quits. Well, I I know for a lot of folks that could be a tough move to make. Uh, I hope your seventh tip is easier than that one. Yeah, I know
1: that's tough, Tony, but sometimes we got to do it. But uh, let's call this one uh, go green. You know, something as simple as turning off the lights when you leave the room can make an impact on your electric bill, perhaps dial down the heat when you can. I know a lot of people in Maine do that. They dial it down and they put on a vest or a sweater or a sweatpants, something like that, but... Sometimes you can open a window instead of turning on the air conditioner. Um, running fans. Maybe you can combine trips or trade in a uh, thirsty SUV for a gas-sipping sedan or hybrid, or even a, even a maybe a, a used Tesla with battery only, where you don't have to buy any gas at all. But some additional tips for saving money by going green in the home can be found at Small Footprint. Let me try that again. Some additional tips for saving money by going green in the home can be found at smallfootprintfamily.com in their blog post, How to Save Money by Going Green. And some of the highlights include um, line dry your clothes. I know old-fashioned, but it works. Dryers don't even come in with an Energy Star rating. That's how bad they are in terms of energy consumption. So, you know, line or rack drying your clothes saves a ton of energy and therefore prevents air and water pollution from power plants. Wash your clothes in cold water. You know, clothes can get just as clean but without the energy spent on heating the water. And and the easiest move in terms of set it and forget it, install a programmable thermostat. And that handy little device allows you to program your heat or AC to come on right before you get home uh, and turn down while you are you know, obviously away or, or asleep. And then this can save a ton of money on your utility bills, saving energy um, and reducing pollution. But there's also um, smart homes that are coming Uh, that are becoming pretty prevalent and people are able to turn lights off remotely if they forgot them you know in their way from home or set up scheduling where as they come and go lights turn off and on and heat turns off and on as you occupy the room so it's pretty cool it's a little bit of an expense but i think in the long run it can save you a lot of money
0: wow i'm sure it could now our time is almost up for this segment is there anything else you want to talk about before we take a quick break here
1: Yeah, our goal at Investment Executives in our uh, planning process is to truly provide our clients with clarity, knowing they'll have the comfortable retirement that they've worked so hard for all those years. If you visit my website, theinvestmentexecutives.com, or call my office, 855-625-3736, again, we'll set you up with a complimentary, no-cost consultation, and we'll get you headed in the right direction if you're not uh, headed that way already. All right.
0: Sounds great, Greg
1: and listeners stay
0: tuned we're going to be right back after these messages with tips 8 through 10 on controlling your expenses in retirement here on the main money show with craig dixon
2: when it comes to retirement planning many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where the retirement assets should be invested while accumulating your desired amount of retirement assets is important We feel that it is just as important to have your money in assets that represent the level of risk or safety that you want. Red money is money that is at risk and subject to market volatility. Yellow money is money that is at risk but is professionally managed. And green money is money that may have its principal protected and is less subject to large market swings. At The Investment Executives, we created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, Download our complimentary retirement income toolkit at theinvestmentexecutives.com or call us at 855-MAKE-SENSE. That number again is 855-MAKE-SENSE. And now back to The Main Money Show with Craig Dixon.
0: Hello and welcome back to The Main Money Show. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host, the man with the plan is Craig Dixon and Craig... I know that you have a lot more information for us. We've covered so much, though, already in the show. You're talking about 10 tips to control our expenses in retirement. And so far, you've covered uh, seven of those 10. Number one was cut where it doesn't hurt. Number two, sell what you aren't using. Number three, control your credit, manage that debt. Number four, use your head when you travel. Uh, travel wisely and try to travel inexpensively. Uh, Number five, find free entertainment. Take advantage of all the great community activities out there. Number six, uh, put the kibosh on your kids as far as financing them once they reach adulthood. And then you said uh, save energy, Uh, cut down your energy costs by turning off lights, things like that. So uh, what are our last three tips for controlling our expenses in retirement?
1: Well, the next one can be a bit confusing. It is save on saving. And the idea here is you should find ways to minimize the amount of your Social Security benefit that's taxed. And according to a May 2018 US News and World Report article entitled How to Minimize Social Security Taxes, here's uh, two options to mitigate taxes on your Social Security benefit. The first one, factor in state taxes. You know, where you live can play a role in whether your Social Security payments will be taxed. Most states don't tax Social Security income. However, 13 states tax Social Security income, often with expectations for low income retirees, according to uh, Walters Kluwer data. And the states that tax Social Security include um, Colorado, Connecticut, Kansas, Minnesota, Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, New Mexico, North Dakota, Rhode Island, Utah, Vermont and West Virginia. Um, the other factor is set up Social Security tax withholding and those who owe taxes on their Social Security payments can elect to make quarterly estimated tax payments to the IRS or have federal uh, taxes withheld from monthly payments. And you can have um, you know, seven, 10, 12 or 22% of your monthly benefit withheld for taxes but you you can't select a different percentage or a flat dollar amount. So setting up a tax withholding is generally more convenient than having to pay a tax bill every quarter and it's just done automatically for you
0: well yeah i imagine i mean you know you gotta look at do you want to pay quarterly or one yearly lump sum uh whichever is going to be most effective for you and easier uh, what's the next tip you have for us
1: i think this one might be a little biblical it's uh do not covet your neighbor's social media posts ah, i think we, coveting. i think yes we, yeah it, I think we all know what that means, but we, you know, we all see smiling people living ideal lives on TV and social media. But remember, these images are obviously carefully selected and edited, and only the best ones are uploaded. You know, other people are not having a better time than you, and I think I think we struggle with that with social media. It's tough. Uh, focus on living the kind of retirement that's right for you and your family. In fact, the the CNBC article entitled "There's." now analytical proof behind keeping up with the Joneses examined the fact that flashy spending by lottery winners appears to pressure neighbors into spending more themselves. So don't, don't fall victim to that pressure. The larger the uh, lottery reward a lucky gambler collects, the more likely his or her neighbors are to file for bankruptcy. Wow. According. Yeah. And that was according to a new working paper from the Philadelphia federal reserve that sought to find analytical backing for the, um, you know, keeping up with the Joneses theory. So it's pretty interesting. You try, you do try to keep up to some regard, but the research found that social pressure to compete with one's neighbors on exciting new purchases is so great that it leads to a significant increase in both the amount of credit and mortgages people are willing to incur, the paper found. So while your neighbors might not be lottery winners, trying to keep up with peers on social media could be financially dangerous as well. So I would say turn a blind eye, enjoy what they post, but don't feel like you have to be right right there hand in hand with them on what they're doing you got to you got to live your retirement within your means
0: well and that's great advice i i guess it's good that the only lottery my neighbors won is getting to live next to me getting to live next to me i mean that's yeah it's like
1: that's awesome that is awesome tony
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i tried
1: I lost that lottery.
0: Yeah. Uh, if only you lived next to me, that would be like winning the lottery, right?
1: Yeah. Well, we'd have to ask him if it was really felt like the lottery win for them. <laughs> right. But um, so that brings us to our final tip of the show. Rely on friends and family. Not your kids because you gave them the kibosh. But
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't,
1: don't be afraid to ask for a favor and then offer to uh, reciprocate. You can do. You can trade favors. You can do things for each other. You can save money driving each other to the store, or the doctor's office, instead of calling Lyft or using your own vehicle. Exchange yard work for housework or financial expertise for culinary skills. Just help each other out, like the good old days. You know, you helped your neighbor out. When you rely on others, obviously, you benefit from the companionship as well. So it's it, you know, it's about that that connection, those relationships, and those relationships will actually help you live longer. Studies have found that as well.
0: Wow. Well, I think that's great advice. Uh, Really uh, make sure you utilize all the resources you have available to you and use them wisely. I, I think that's the message you're trying to send here, Craig. As usual, our time has just flown by and now our time's almost up for this week's show. Is there any additional information you want to share with us before we go today?
1: Yeah, I just want to remind everybody out there that's listening to visit my website, um, theinvestmentexecutives.com or you can go to themainmoneyshow.com and if you give us a call at 855-625-3736 right here at Investment Executives, we'll set you up with a complimentary, no-cost consultation. Um, We're dedicated to providing you with information to help make sound decisions and build a retirement on a solid foundation. Also, if you have any questions about today's show, or comments, please don't hesitate to call us. Again, that number is 855 625 3736.
0: All right. Thank you so much, Craig. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Main Money Show with our host, Craig Dixon. Thank you for listening to The Main Money Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Craig Dixon at the Investment Executives.